The vagus nerve is involved in regulating your body's stress response and influencing emotional well-being overall. So low vagal tone is associated with increased anxiety, major mood swings, and a reduced ability just to handle stress. And it's really important to start figuring out some ways to improve that vagal tone and to work on your stress levels. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rayanne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Rayanne Mullins, your host, and I am so excited that you're here today. Today, you know, the topic is a little scientific, so I'm just going to really break it down. I hope easily and just give you some pointers and some things to look at. I've been seeing a lot of information floating around about the vagus nerve and vagal tone. So I don't know if you guys are seeing that or not. Maybe it's just the stuff I'm looking at. Maybe it's the information I'm reading. So maybe that's why I'm seeing it so much. But there are some correlations between mental health and our vagus nerve. So I thought today I could explain a little more about the vagus nerve, you know, what it is, how you can tell if you're having a vagal response, what causes disruption with the vagus nerve and how you can improve your vagal tone so you can, you know, chill out a little bit more. Now, before I jump in, though, I really want to thank you for your ratings and your reviews, although to be honest, there haven't been very many. So I encourage you to please do that. Um, I find that a lot of people just aren't sure how to do it. So if you're just not sure, you know, you can shoot me a message, um, contact me on Instagram or Facebook, and I'm happy to guide you on how to do the rating and review. And honestly, I think it's the easiest on Apple podcast. So if you're listening on Apple, it's really easy just to go to the show, to the podcast and scroll down on the homepage and you'll see the ratings and reviews at the bottom and it's really super easy to do it. So I really, really appreciate it. And if you've been listening, I mentioned a few times that I would give away a coaching session if you give me a five-star rating and write a review. Well, I'm excited to announce that I have another winner. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that the username on the review is Evan's Mom 2004 Okay, and she left a five-star rating. So thank you, thank you, thank you. She said, I love listening to Ryan every week. She is so honest and authentic. Makes you feel like you're listening to a friend. Looking forward to all her new episodes. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Evan's mom. I That made me really happy to read because that's my whole goal with this is I want to educate. I want to you know educate and form, but I also want you to just feel like you know me. That's like my whole goal. And so thank you so, so much. So if you're hearing this today, Evan's mom, 2004, please send me an email at rayannmullins at gmail.com. 
and you just get in touch with me and we will schedule your free coaching session. We can talk about whatever you need help with. It could be nutrition, exercise, stress management, thyroid, um, health, sleep, anything. Anything that is in the wellness, health, nutrition world, I'm happy to um, help point you in the right direction. So again, thank you so, so much. And if you anyone else is listening to this, guess what? You too can win a coaching session by giving me a rating and review. And if you have done that and I've not noticed it for some reason, maybe on a platform I don't see, um, you can send me an email too and let me know. All right. So thanks, guys. Now let's get back into the topic of the show today. So remember, we're going to be talking about the vagus nerve, okay? The vagus nerve is one of the longest nerves in the body, and it starts in the brainstem and extends down through your neck, your chest, and your abdomen, okay? It's part of the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for the body's rest and digest response, okay? The vagus nerve plays a huge role in regulating a lot of our bodily functions, including our heart rate, digestion, and our respiratory rate. So actually, I'm going to back up for a second. As I was saying that, I'm like, wait, let's let's talk about what this means. I think it's really um, you know, important to explain what the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous systems are. So they are part of the autonomic nervous system. Okay. This system controls specific body processes such as blood circulation, digestion, breathing, urination, heartbeat, blinking, all of the things that we do without conscious effort. So autonomic nervous system is named because we do these things autonomously. And that was really hard for me to say that word (laughs) for some reason. But anyway, um, that is one system. And In that system, there's two parts. There's the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic nervous system's primary function is to stimulate the body's flight or fight response, fight or flight response. It does this by regulating the heart rate, okay, rate of respiration, pupillary response, and more. So it's the thing that signals to you when you like need to, you know, fight or flight. You're getting out of there. You get scared, you get nervous. That is like what protects you, essentially. The parasympathetic then system, on the other hand, its you know primary goal is to stimulate stimulate the body's like rest and digest or feed and breed response. So it's kind of like the opposite. The vagus nerve is um, a big part of that parasympathetic system, but the idea is for it to help like bring you down. It's kind of like a break in a way. Okay. So the nerve, the vagus nerve impacts our health in a lot of different ways. It helps to regulate our heart rate, like I've already said, and blood pressure. Okay. Which can have a huge impact on our overall cardiovascular health. It also helps to regulate our digestive system, which can affect our gut health and our immune function. Additionally, the vagus nerve has been linked to our mental health and emotional regulation since it's involved in the regulation of mood and stress response. Okay, so if your parasympathetic system is trying to help, you know, bring you down or not down like in a negative way, but like like calm your system to help you rest and to um, grow and to recover, then obviously that has a direct relation to your mental and emotional health. Now, vagal tone 
refers to the activity level of the vagus nerve, specifically the parasympathetic branch of the nerve. It reflects the functioning and efficiency of the vagus nerve in regulating and modulating the body's physiological responses or processes. The vagus nerve is responsible for um, the control of many things. Like I've already said, like there's the heart rate, there's respiration, digestion, and other things that we are automatically doing that we don't have to like sit there and think about. It also acts as a break on the body's stress response. Okay. That's that whole um, fight or flight response is the sympathetic. Okay. And then the parasympathetic, which is really controlled with the vagus nerve, its idea is to help promote relaxation, rest, and recovery. Vagal tone is an indicator of how well the vagus nerve is functioning. Higher vagal tone suggests that the parasympathetic system is more active and responsive, leading to better regulation of your body functions and a greater ability just to adapt and like recover from your stressors. On the other hand, lower vagal tone indicates reduced parasympathetic activity and can be associated with, guess what, increased stress, reduced resilience, and potential health issues. Measuring your vagal tone is often done using heart rate variability, which assesses um, the variation in time intervals between your heartbeats. So a higher HRV, heart rate variability, is reflecting greater variability, okay? And that's associated with a higher vagal tone and better overall autonomic balance. That's a good thing. Okay, increasing vagal tone through various strategies such as relaxation techniques like deep breathing, um, exercise, and just like hanging out with your friends can have a positive impact on overall health and well-being. So here are some factors that can impact your vagal tone. Okay, first is stress. High levels of stress can reduce your vagal tone, right? Stress activates the sympathetic nervous system. Okay, I've already said that a few times. So hopefully that makes sense. Your sympathetic nervous system is what's kind of like protecting you and responding to stress. Okay, that's that whole fight or flight response. Okay, and that inhibits the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your vagus nerve. So stress, stress directly impacts your vagal tone. And remember, we want high or good vagal tone. The second thing is physical fitness, regular exercise, especially cardio, okay? Especially cardio exercise has been shown to improve vagal tone. And to me, I feel like it's because when you have a higher um, level of cardiovascular health, that's going to improve your heart rate variability, which therefore will help your parasympathetic activity. So things like running, swimming, cycling can positively influence the function of your vagus nerve. And of course, lack of exercise is a good way to reduce vagal tone. So we all know that we need some, some form of physical fitness in our life for lots of reasons. So here's another one, right? Throwing in the vagal tone is another reason to be exercising. Now, breathing techniques also can impact your vagal tone. So slow, deep breathing stimulates the vagus nerve and promotes relaxation. And you probably know that, right? Like if you've ever gotten really, really nervous, you might get a little shaky. You might like feel either anger or just nervous or anxiety. And you know that just by taking deep breaths, you kind of get that, that 
reaction of like calming down. Okay. That is your vagus nerve responding to your deep breathing. I think it's pretty cool. A way to um, decrease vagal tone is to not work on breathing. A lot of people actually hold their breath when they're nervous or scared or upset. And that actually just, you know, increases your stress response. Sleep is another way that, um, or that impacts your vagal tone. Sufficient and quality sleep is absolutely important for everything, all things health, but also important for your vagus nerve. So sleep deprivation or poor sleep quality can absolutely decrease your vagal tone and have a negative impact on your overall health. And then finally, social connections. Positive, like fun high quality social interactions with people you care about, um, having social support, um, having, you know, people that got your back and maintaining healthy relationships can contribute to a better vagal tone. Now, loneliness and social isolation. Okay. If you're always avoiding people or hanging out, you know, being a loner, um, and just avoiding any kind of interaction can absolutely reduce your vagal tone and your stress response. So improving vagal tone is important because, like we just said, it's associated with a bunch of different health benefits. And so here are a few reasons why increasing your vagal tone is beneficial. We know we want better emotional well-being. Higher vagal tone is linked to your improved emotional regulation and increased resilience to stress. Okay, it can help reduce anxiety and promote a sense of calmness. Your heart health. Okay, I already said this a couple of times that the vagus nerve plays a crucial role in regulating your heart rate and your blood pressure. So increasing vagal tone can lead to a healthier cardiovascular system, lower heart rate, and better blood pressure control. Really important. And I'm going to tell you in a moment about my own heart health and, and vagus nerve. But then digestive health. The vagus nerve influences your digestion and helps regulate your gastrointestinal functions. Improving your vagal tone can enhance all of the processes and alleviate symptoms of digestive disorders, you know, like bloating and like bathroom issues. And then also inflammation regulation. Vagal tone has been shown to affect the body's inflammatory response. Higher vagal tone is associated with reduced inflammation, which is, you guessed it, beneficial for all of your health. Okay. Now for me, um, well, I was going to say that a lot of these symptoms that I'm going to getting ready to tell you about could also be related to other medical issues. Okay. Um, so I'll tell you about that in a second. When your vagal tone is low or not optimal, okay, or when there's reduced parasympathetic activity, it can manifest in all kinds of different symptoms and affect your you know, different body systems. So here are the things. I've already mentioned heart several times, but there's heart-related symptoms. Okay, so if you're having any of these, it could be that you are not working on your stress levels enough. Okay, so here it is, heart-related. Reduced vagal tone can lead to increased heart rate, Okay, irregular heartbeats or arrhythmias, and difficulty in regulating heart rate variability. Okay, this can result in palpitations, a racing heart, or a sensation of skipped beats. <laughs> so I feel like I'm the queen of skipped beats and crazy heart variability. But after I got my pacemaker in 2019, 
I, I would get like a lot of anxiety and these weird feelings. And so after you first get a pacemaker, it takes a little time to number one, get used to, in my case, I had to get used to actually having a heartbeat. <laughs> like that sounds silly, but like I actually had to kind of get used to the new energy I had because now I have my pacemaker set at 60 beats per minute because I was sometimes, you know, low thirties, even lower. And it was kind of weird actually having a consistent heartbeat around 60. I felt at first a little, it felt a little fast, which is silly because a lot of people, you know, 60 is kind of low still for some people. But anyway, I would get these really weird like chest fillings, you know, like heavy chest, or I'd feel just, I don't know how to explain it. I, I feel like a bloop or like a blah in my chest. And so I would get scared and I would call and be like, I don't know if it's working, like what's going on. And so the nurse at my cardiologist suggested that maybe it was actually a vagal response and not my actual heart or pacemaker. And this is when I started to pay attention more to the vagus nerve and the parasympathetic system because I was trying to I guess calm myself down because it felt really weird having this foreign object connected to my heart. Like something about that really scared me. And even though like I knew I needed it and I know I'm better and people do it all the time. And you know, at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. It it was (laughs) like, it's not a big deal, but it was, you know? So anyway, that was kind of my beginning looking into vagal tone and figuring out how to control my breathing and how to really work on my stress levels so that I could kind of get over this whole pacemaker thing. But then through that, I learned how important it is for other areas of our life. Okay. So I I started to tell you, and I got off track there talking about my pacemaker, but I started to tell you um, some of the common symptoms and signs associated with low vagal tone. So heart-related symptoms that I explained, digestive issues, um, things like uh, poor appetite, indigestion, you know, like, like acid reflux, bloating, constipation, um, diarrhea, any kind of like digestion issue that is not normal. The other thing and other symptoms would be anxiety and mood disturbances. The vagus nerve is involved in regulating your body's stress response and influencing emotional well-being overall. So low vagal tone, um, is associated with increased anxiety major mood swings, and a reduced ability just to um, handle stress. You know, a lot of people have this like really hard time, hard time like being able to manage stress. And it's like, if you know somebody or if it's you that you make a mountain out of a molehill, you know what I'm saying? Like little things just you can't get over. You have a really hard time like, you know, moving on or you just really lose sleep over like one little incident that happened. I mean, this is an indication that maybe you have low like vagal tone and it's really important to start figuring out some ways to reduce it or to improve that vagal tone and to work on your stress levels. Also respiratory problems. Okay. So it can affect the muscles involved in your respiration. Decreased vagal tone may contribute to like shallow breathing Okay, like or difficulty catching your breath and just a feeling of breathlessness. So, have you ever gotten up and talked in front of a group and you get this like you get scared and nervous and then you're like can't quite catch your breath and you sound like like you're you know can't get your words out or that's at least how you feel. That is um, possibly low vagal tone. Okay, 
Or it could just be that you're just nervous this one time, but it's taking your body a while to respond. Poor sleep quality. So it's really important um, when it comes to like regulating your sleep-wake cycle. So that is your vagus nerve. It helps actually regulate that cycle of like when to go to sleep and when to wake up and it promotes your restful sleep. When vagal tone is low, it can lead to difficulties just going to sleep or maybe waking up a lot during the night and just poor overall sleep quality. Okay. If that is something you're dealing with, then probably, you know, instead of rushing to the doctor for a sleeping pill, maybe, you know, start doing some of the things I'm going to recommend in just a moment to improve your vagal tone. And then impaired immune function. The vagus nerve is involved in just the regulation of inflammation and your immune responses. So reduced vagal tone can contribute to an imbalance in the immune system altogether, which can lead to increased, you know, susceptibility to infections um, and just other inflammatory conditions such as like autoimmune disease um, and disorders. So, you know, it's important to note that while these symptoms are you know, can be associated with a low vagal tone, they can also be caused by other factors, right? I mean, and that's just it. That's why it's really hard sometimes to get a diagnosis of an autoimmune or or any kind of condition because a lot of what I just explained could be from a lot of different issues, you know, a lot of different medical issues. So for me with Hashimoto's, I've actually experienced a lot of these issues, you know? And so that's why probably it took so long to finally get a diagnosis of having Hashimoto's because this could have been anything, you know? So if you're experiencing persistent or concerning symptoms, it's obviously really important to consult with a doctor or healthcare you know, professional. So remember that this podcast is not meant to replace any doctor's advice. It's just to inform you. Okay. And I just want to tell you a little bit more about the parasympathetic system and the vagus nerve and, you know, just that it exists. So please don't, you know, hear this and be like, oh, well, Rianne said I need to, you know, work on my vagal tone. No, I mean, maybe, sure. I think everybody could do that. But um, if you're really concerned, then definitely go visit a doctor, please. So there are several things that we can do to regulate our vagal tone, which refers again to the activity of the vagus nerve. Remember, we want to improve the response time or the activity of the vagal nerve. So number one, deep breathing. Taking slow, deep breaths can help to stimulate the vagus nerve and increase its activity. We want the activity to to respond. We want the vagus nerve to kick in and do its job. So deep breathing is a great way to do that. Okay. Number two, meditation and relaxation practices like yoga, um, meditation, tai chi, These are things that have been shown to improve vagal tone and reduce stress. And then exercise. So regular exercise can help to improve vagal tone and overall cardiovascular health. Also, you know, I'm sure you've heard a lot about cold exposure. So exposure to cold temperatures, such as taking a cold shower or just immersing yourself into like a cold plunge bath. You know, see, that's really popular right now. People doing these like cold plunges, you know, you see people jumping into like cold lakes and rivers or maybe into a big ice bath or whatever. But that is one of the benefits is helping to improve vagal tone. And I think that that has so many benefits and it could be as simple as literally like the end of your shower, just turning it to like cooler and a little colder, a little colder and finishing the shower and cold 
water, that's a really small, easy way to kind of dip your toe, so to speak, into cold exposure to help improve your uh, vagal tone. And then finally, social connection, right? Like strong social connections and positive like social interactions are absolutely linked to increased vagal tone and better overall health. And part of that is because we all like to belong. You know, we all want to be a part of something. We all want our tribe. We all want to be accepted and supported and loved. And so when you have that strong social connection, whether it's with, you know, a partner or a group of friends, or even if it's like, you know, being part of a group at the gym, it doesn't matter as long as you have positive social interactions that make you feel good and supported and loved. It will absolutely help your overall health. So um, I also want to just point out that vagal tone can be impacted by a poor diet too. Okay. I couldn't get out of here without talking about poor diet <laughs> or nutrition in some way. So if you have something like maybe a food intolerance that you're, that you know about, but you just keep ignoring because it's too hard to go gluten-free, or maybe it's annoying to have to do dairy-free, or maybe you don't want to have to cook separate meals because no one else in your house is allergic to milk or whatever the thing is, Right. This can also lead to low vagal tone, okay? It it will also lead to more inflammation and so many other issues. So, you know, not eating the way you know you should, and I'm doing quotation marks, should, I hate that word should, but um, if you know, you know, that you're eating a lot of like fried junk food or you're eating a ton of sugar or you're drinking coffee all day and skipping meals, like we know what a poor diet is, right? We absolutely know. But, you know, there are so many other reasons to eat healthy, right? Not just because of our weight or our our pant size, but because of our stress response, because of our sleep quality, because of our social interactions, it all cycles together. And and I just want to remind you that that's exactly what this podcast is about. What my goal um, in helping people is, is teaching balance because it all works together. You know, what one area of your life you know, the way you act in one area of your life directly impacts another and it just all filters and cycles through. So absolutely keeping in mind that if you're super duper duper stressed out and you have a really hard time calming down, look at your diet, you know, look at your social interactions, um, look at your exercise routine, you know, are you deep breathing? Are you taking time to relax? You know, how is your um, heart How are you feeling? Digestion. There's so many things to consider. Okay. So um, I just wanted to, you know, again, to throw this information at you to encourage you to just work on everything, your nutrition, manage stress, you know, get your sleep, do your exercise because you're absolutely worth it. And it is not selfish to work on yourself. Okay. So keep that in mind. And anyway, that's all I have for you today. I hope that you found some of it interesting or helpful. If you have questions about it, please let me know. Um, Again, Evan's Mom 2004. I hope that I hear from you so we can set up your consultation or your um, coaching session. And again, if you leave me a five-star rating and write a review, you too could be the next winner of a free coaching session. You guys, thank you. And I will catch you next time. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. 
be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.